97.5 WOKQ. We are continuing the conversation about second date update and what happened this morning between Kelly and Dawson. New Year's Eve. He gives everyone in the place a, a pack after he does a passionate kiss with her. She is jealous and she's mad and won't go on another date with him. What do you think? WOKQ, who's this? Sarah. So was Kelly overreacting on second date update or was Dawson a jerk for kissing other people? Um, I think on, she's I think for sure she's overreacting. Okay. Um I mean, it's not like he went out and made out with everybody. Now, are you in a relationship? I mean, said it was a on the, I am. Yeah. Okay. And how long have you been together if you don't mind me asking? Um, a couple years. Okay. So how would you feel if your partner kissed your best friend and six other girls in front of you? I mean, I guess if it was New Year's or New Year's and it was a peck on the cheek. You know, it is what it is. I think it's all in how you do things. Too. Yeah, fair I mean, enough. If you're, the, if you're the creep of the night, then that's a different story. Right. <laughs> very. That's very true. So you wouldn't have an uncomfortable conversation the next morning with him? So. Your men? No. no, probably not. I mean, I trust my husband, so... I like it. If he's doing it in front of me. This yeah. is good. This is a healthy relationship. For sure. Yeah. Yes. All right, right on. Thanks so much for the opinion. That is officially three for Kelly overreacting. Let's put you on hold and take down your number and uh, put you in the running for these tickets, okay? Awesome. Thank you. Hold on. WOKQ, who's this? This is Eric. All right, Eric. So in second date update, was Kelly overreacting or was Dawson a jerk for doing what he did? Dawson was a jerk for doing what he did. Dawson was a jerk. This is the first one. So tell me why. We're not in, yeah, we're not, we're not in church. This isn't um, peace be with you and also with you. This is they're on a date. They're, they're having a great time. It's New Year's Eve. One of the best one of the best nights of, you know for a young person. Um, expectations are there. If she turned around and she started kissing eight other people, which I think you said six people and two other before that, he'd be pretty upset that she was just kissing eight other people. Right? Yeah. It's not, you know, and he said he had a few sodas in him, so um, you know he was, uh, you know, had, had, which is fine. But uh, no, we're, it's uh, it's something that I would have walked away from. No, I wouldn't have been with that girl. I would have turned away and left. Okay. By the way, is this Eric Bizanson? <laughs> What's up, buddy? Thanks for calling in. Have a great day. See ya, Eric. Eric's one of my not-so-uncle uncles oh, in my okay. life. I got like a hundred of them. Eric's one of them. Love you, Eric. Thanks for calling. <laughs> All right, let's go to someone else. WOKQ, who's this? Elizabeth. Elizabeth, who was wrong here? She got the first kiss at midnight. That makes her special. Plus, she got a longer kiss. So I kiss everybody at midnight. It's New Year's Eve. And if she's that jealous, maybe he dodged a bullet. Yeah, that is so well said, well spoken. The only reason that I'm questioning it is because it was so early. At this point in my relationship with my wife, we're married, we're, you know, we, we trust each other. I think I could go around kissing the room and she would be fine. However, I'm wondering if it's because it was the second date. Yeah, but, you know, if they do start dating and he wants to go out with his buddies, this is going to be in the back of her head and she's going to be like, oh, well, who are you going to be kissing tonight? Yeah, it's toxic. Mm-hmm. She's a jealous person. Yeah. So. Seems, seems that way. I think she's in the wrong. She got the great kiss. That's true. She should be appreciative. Exactly. Did she kiss anybody else? No, definitely not. We wouldn't be having this conversation if she did. It's a good opinion. We appreciate you chiming in. Absolutely. All right, let's put you on hold and take down your number, okay? Thanks, Elizabeth. Hold on. Jason Aldean, 97.5 WOKQ. Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Jenny. Good morning. It is in the 6 o'clock hour, and as we do... Well, before we get to the mind bender, what you got for me? How are you? I'm good. I was actually just looking up the weather because I can't deal. I can't deal with this up and down stuff. <laughs> like it, it kills oh. me. You know what I mean? So like, it was 50 yesterday. Day before the two days before that, it was snowing, and it, you know we got almost a foot of snow. It's like, make up your mind, Mother <laughs> Nature, you fickle mistress. You she is. can't figure it out. But the next few days look like it's going to stay at 40. No, I lied. There's rain coming again, Ginny. We got on the weekend, right? It's going to be 55 uh, and raining. I, I don't, I'm not loving this either. It's like a spring tea. Stop teasing me, damn yeah, it! And we still have to get through the rest of January and all of February. We know what that's like. February, yeah. Fe- February is like the brutal one. I think. Mm-hmm. I think. All right, we'll stop complaining about the weather. I was going <laughs> to say a different word. Thank God I didn't. I almost swear on the radio way more often. Way more often than people think. Like it is very hard for me. I don't know if you have a hard time with it, but for me, like inappropriate words are just part of my vocabulary 
So it, this is really hard sometimes. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> do you ever do you. you ever have that? Um, not the really bad words. Yeah, because I don't use them in my day. I do. It's so bad. So, and the reason why I don't use them is not because I don't want to. It's because I might slip on the air. Yeah, yeah. My friends ask me all the time, "How do you not swear?" I'm like, I, "Beats me, buddy. It's I don't know." Called a beat button. Yeah. All right, anyway. let's do the mind bender. Upper grabs today. We got a gift card to the Temple Diner. Okay, yes. is that true? That is true. All right, I'm in looking Nashua. at you. Good. Thirty one percent of people admit to doing this when they're home alone. Guilty as charged. Ginny doesn't even know the answer. I know I you do it too. I promise you, you do it. Okay. 31% of people admit to doing this when they're home alone. 603-749-0975. Those be our digits. 603-749-0975. of people admit to doing this when they're home alone. Good morning, Robin. You're on with Kieran Logan in the morning with the side of Ginny. Hi, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm awesome. Awesome. <laughs> great. We love that. It's a great adjective at yeah. six in the morning. Yeah. Absolutely. Robin, thirty-one percent of people admit to doing this when they're home alone. What is it? Uh, walking around naked. Oh, <laughs> such a good guess. Guilty as charged. Yeah, guilty as charged. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I'm so. I'm so bad with my blinds. Everybody does it. Nobody admits it. But you, Robin. Yep. Yeah, it's a, hey, you know? It's a good guess, Robin. Not the answer. Keep doing you, though. All right. Enjoy your day, guys. All right. Happy birthday. Shoot Thursday. Bye. Bye. Okay, Q, who's this? Good morning. Hello? Hey, Hi. Who's this? Good morning. This is Tammy from Rochester. Tammy, 31% of people admit to doing this when they're home alone. What is it? Is it walking around naked? You know what? It's it's not the caller before you said the same thing. So if you can scrape up a second guess, I will give it to you. I will do that. Thank you. Have a great day. Oh, okay. I was going to say it right now, but all right. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. She didn't have a second guess. Nope. All right. Let's see if this caller does. Okay. W-O-K-Q, who's this? Greg. All right, Greg. 31% of people admit to doing this when they're home alone. It's not walk around naked. Oh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, man. Do you have a second guess real quick or no? I don't know. Maybe... Maybe singing along to the radio. Jeannie and I are quiet because it's it's really close to the answer, but it's not the answer. I don't know what to do. If you can think of another guess in the next 10 seconds, we're going to give you another one because it's really close. It's not singing along to the radio. Playing the radio loud? Ah, that's it, Greg. We can't do it again. We can't give you four guesses. Hang up and try again, man. Thanks. Thanks, Greg. So he was super stuck on the radio portion of that. Yeah. Um, I'll give you an, uh, not too much of a hint because it's a pretty easy answer. 31% of people admit to doing this when they're home alone. You might do this to feel safe. You might even do this to entertain yourself. And no, it's not walking around naked, damn it. <laughs> 603-749-09. Good morning, Tara. You're on with Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. Hey, Tara. Hey. Hey. So 31% of people admit to doing this when they're home alone. Tara, what is it? Lock the doors. Oh, lock the doors. It's a good guess. It makes sense. It's just not the answer. Okay, thanks. Bye, Tara. Thanks for calling. Try again. Okay, Q, who's this? Travis. Travis, 31% of people admit to doing this when they're home alone. What is it? Talk to yourself. Talk to yourself, is it, Travis? All right, Travis. Do you do that? I do, but I have dogs, so I don't uh, tend to talk to myself. I talk to them. Yeah, it's so much better with dogs. You feel better. You feel like you're not crazy. Absolutely. And they're talking back to you. Well, you'd like to think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just like turn their head in that awkward motion and kind of just look at you like, I'll I'll pretend like I understand what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Travis, congratulations. You're getting a gift card to the Temple Street Diner. Thanks for waking up with Kieran Logan in the morning with the side of Ginny on 97.5 WOKQ. Feeling, feeling good? Yep, we yep, are. Yep, we are. We are. All right, Emma and Zoe. Remember those names? Because they are a pair of Montreal teenagers that are being celebrated as heroes. They saved a couple from drowning when everyone was on vacation in Barbados. They didn't know the couple, but the girls, both competitive swimmers, okay. ironically, that's helpful, right? Responded to cries for help while uh, boogie boarding. First, the, they brought the wife to shore, and then the strong currents brought the husband further out. So oh they boy. went back and got him, and um, they got an honor for, they got an award for bravery. And uh, this is what they had to say about the whole situation. 
she told me that her husband was further out and she was struggling to swim. The undertow that day was pretty strong, which I think both contributed to them being pulled out. He was trying to swim, but we could tell that he was struggling. It was a pretty long and tiring, so I might say. I didn't want to show them that I was scared because I would make them even more worried about our safety and their own. We tried uh, to stay as calm as we could. Oh, those are bright teenagers. These are the, these are the things that haunt me. Like the things that are out of your control, like undertows or, for example, like avalanches, like Mother yeah. Nature-y stuff. Even if you're the strongest swimmer, if you get in a rip current, you're you're screwed. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter how strong of a swimmer you are. If that thing wants to bring you out to sea, you're going out to sea. True. Shout That's out to true. the teens, though, for, for braving it. Yeah, yeah. I Personally, I could never save someone. I can tell you right now. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Emma and Zoe, you heroes. Yeah, we love you. Well, let's move to another story about the water. Because uh, we're thinking spring now and summer. Check this out. This Guinness Book of World Records announced a woman from Utah named Dwan Jacobson Young is officially the oldest woman to go water skiing. What? How old? Guess. Well, all right. It's a Guinness World Records, so she's got to be. She's got to be up there, which means I mean I feel like you're too old to go water skiing in the '90s. But let's go with like uh, let's go with like '91, '92. '92, it Come is. On. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good job. Thanks for letting me talk it out. Yeah, I knew it. I knew you had it in you. <laughs> She's 92, and by the way, the record for men is 93. So how this worked is she. She's going next year. I guarantee she she's going next to, year. Right? She has to beat the men or tie them. Um, she purchased a summer cabin on a lake between Utah and Idaho, and she noticed everyone was water skiing. It was pretty popular in the area, so she decided to try it, and the rest is history. It's awesome. And she says, I always get butterflies before I go in the water. I feel like when I'm in the water, I feel excited. It's awesome. It, isn't that great? I love that so much. That you can say that at 92. I love it, too. And that's the good stuff on 97.5 WOK. It's time for Famous People Doing Stuff on 97.5 WOKQ. Famous People Doing Stuff is brought to you by Merchants Auto in Hookstead, New Hampshire. So it's upcoming wild card weekend for the NFL. Very exciting weekend if you're a football fan. Probably the biggest game, maybe, I mean, you know, it's in the eyes of the beholder, but I think one of the biggest games is going to be the Chiefs versus the Dolphins. And the NFL did Travis Kelsey so dirty in their game preview. Before every game, they have a a game preview that the NFL produces, basically showing each two teams who's their strongest players, etc. Just, like, hyping up the people. This is what they said about Travis Kelsey. Now they take on Travis Swift. Kelsey, second most yards for a tight end in 2023 at 984. Oh, Give and, me a break. And then they kidding? did a shot of Taylor Swift screaming with the Chiefs jersey on, screaming in the booth. Just did him Come absolutely on. dirty, calling him Travis Swift Kelsey. That's pretty funny, though. It's funny, but <laughs> not unprofessional for the NFL. I, I completely agree. I mean, they're using it for the viewers to get more viewers. Sure. and I mean, we're talking about it, so it is working. Just stick to damn football. I'm sure that's what Travis is saying. Mm-hmm. Just stick to football. Leave her out of it. All right, so Zach Bryan, I told you yesterday, he called out Walker Hayes in a tweet, uh, kind of defending his buddy Tyler Childers, who similar to Zach Bryan, doesn't get enough credit for the good music that he makes. Well, Walker Hayes responded. Oh. He did. He took the high road. He put out a tweet that said, big shout out to radio for playing that Applebee's song. Zach and Tyler praying for y'all's continued success. <laughs> so he acknowledged that uh, Zach Bryan gave a dig at him, but he also took the high road and said, hey, I hope that everything works out for you. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think it has already, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Speaking of Zach Bryan, he did something really cool a couple nights ago, or actually it might have even been last night. He very randomly at like 8 o'clock p.m. said, hey, I'm going to play a 40-minute set at 9 p.m. at this bar in Austin, Texas. First 100 people to show up, beers on me. What? Isn't that cool? That's really cool. You imagine just walking around, or maybe you're sitting downtown in Austin, and you're on a date, and you're scrolling on your social media, and boom. Hey, in 40 minutes, or I'm gonna, or in an hour, I'm going to be playing a 40-minute set free beer, too. I wish more artists did that. That's it, so fun. It's really, really cool. I like that a lot. Jelly Roll uh, had something cool going on. He went to Flint, Michigan, to a prison in Flint, Michigan, and he met up with one of the inmates who just graduated the jail's Ignite Barber program, and Jelly Roll was his first customer. Aww. Isn't that awesome? 
That jelly. Jelly Roll just does good stuff. He always works with the prison system as well. He's he's just an amazing human being. Speaking of Jelly Roll, so I'm on my social media scrolling last night, and boom, I see a video of Jelly Roll running, and it says hashtag 5K by May. Now, I know what that's referring to. Do you, Ginny? Uh, they're training for a 5K before May? Yeah, Turner? essentially. No? So, <clears throat> excuse me. If you don't know the Two Bears, One Cave podcast, it's with Tom Segura and Bert Kreischer, yep. who are two of the funniest comedians, wildly inappropriate. They're also huge, huge, massive party animals. I'm talking drinks, drugs, like the whole nine yards. They love it. They do their podcast shirtless. They're hilarious. On their podcast, and I want to say they're drinking and smoking cigars, and one of them says, you want to do a 5K? And they agree to do a 5K. But what they're doing is they're pulling, like, bigger, unhealthy celebrities, and they're saying, let's all train for a 5K in May and then essentially get polluted after. So it's kind of funny, but I do like that they're pulling the people you wouldn't expect to do a 5K, for example, Jelly Roll. And their intentions, yes, to be funny, but also... They are doing it to train for a 5K. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. It's hilarious, but it's also really good for them. So I'm excited for what the 5K is going to be. And it seems like it's getting bigger and bigger. So I'm curious if uh, it's going to be sponsored and it's going to turn into a bigger thing than it already is. I'll bet it will, especially if they're getting other celebs to do it. Exactly. Last but not least, Nick Saban has officially retired from Alabama. He won six national titles with Bama. Roll Tide. I mean, I'm not even a huge Bama fan, but I can just say that because Nick Saban is one of the greats. Uh, when you think of Alabama football, you think of Nick Saban. He's officially retiring. That's all I got for the famous people doing stuff on 97.5 W. W-O-K-Q. Love it. Love it. Huh. No, every word. Yep. 97.5 W-O-K-Q. Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. This is a very weird music bed. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it throws you off like you're, you're, you're all in your head and stuff. Anyway, here we are, and we have a topic for today that we've been bashing around here. Yeah, we want to know your take on this. So here's the scenario. How many years of summer would you need to offset a full year of winter? (sighs) Now, think about that for a second. Jeannie and I are going to hash out our answers. Do you have one, or do you want me to start? You Go ahead, then. I I do. I, I love summer. I like winter. So I would say three to one. Three summers. Give me three years of summer, and I'll do a year of winter. Okay. I am more thinking that I would miss some aspects of winter, so I'm a two-to-one kind of guy. Okay. So I'll do two years of summer, because you know what? By two years of summer, I have sweated enough, and I have enough bug bites that I'm like, okay, I I can sacrifice and go into the ski season now for a full year. Fair enough. So that's the question. We want to know why. More importantly, we want to know why. How many years of summer would you need to offset a full year of winter? If you love summer and hate winter, it might be an enormous ratio. Vice versa. If you're like, hey, I actually love winter, you can break it into months, weeks. I don't care. Be creative. 603-749-0975. 603 749 How many? Mr. Roll. <laughs> Well, I gotta respect the guy, you know. I like Uncle Jelly. Uncle Jelly is good too. Ninety-seven-five <laughs> WOKQ. Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny and. Uh... We got a fun situation today. Uh, the question at hand: How many years of summer would you need to offset a full year of winter? So take away the fact that summer's a few months, winter's a few months. If you had to have one full year of winter, I'm talking three six five, darkness, the four p.m. Oh, the 4 p.m. darkness is awful. It's the worst. Yeah. So if you had to have that for one full year, how many years of summer before or after that would you need to make it worth it? 603-749-0975. Good morning, John. You're on with Kieran Logan in the morning with the side of Ginny. Hey, John. Nice. How are you guys today? Good, man. How are you? Hanging in there. Thank you. So, John, how many years of summer would you need to offset a full year of winter? 10 to 1. <laughs> 10? I hate winter. Tell me why you hate winter so much. I hate winter because it's cold. It's crappy. I just don't like it. I ride a motorcycle. Can't ride it much in the wintertime. And then summertime is just beautiful. You go anywhere. You do things. Even if it rains, it's warm. Do you have any any complaints about summer at all, John? Nope. (laughs) Not a thing. If it's 110, I'm riding my motorcycle still. Yeah, yeah. You're a man on a mission. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're making me, suddenly you're making me reconsider my two to one. 
because I'm also yeah. a moped guy and it, it is like that's that's one of the top three things in summer is just cru- I mean moped and motorcycle are wildly different but just cruising around with the wind on your face feels so good absolutely yeah absolutely easy parking everything easy parking is is so clutch I don't even I don't know how people drive around like downtown Portsmouth for example in the summer it's miserable exactly mm-hmm. the, the beach everything John, good take, man. Uh, thanks so much for the call. WOKQ, who's this? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, who's this? This is Tracy from Newmarket. All right, Tracy. So how many years of summer would you need to offset a full year of winter? Oh, how about all spring and fall and no summer and no winter? Oh. Oh, so you're a spring. I'm also a fall guy over summer by a long shot. But this scenario is summer and winter only. You got to make up a, make up your mind. Okay, three summers to one winter. Three yeah. summers. So you don't love winter, but you also don't hate it that much. Well, I kind of hate it. But <laughs> what's, like the wor- it. what's the worst part of winter? Like the um, snow, for sure. Really? See, I don't mind the snow. I, it's the cold. It's the brutal February wind that really gets me angry. Yeah, that's pretty bad, too. <laughs> um, actually, actually, I just kind of called in on a flip because I wanted to agree with Ginny. That is the best. Morgan Wallen song ever. Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> I know. It's just love such it, a... Love it, love it, It's such a cool take on, you know, growing up in a hometown and loving it. I love it. Yep. Yep. Great, Tracy. Tracy, thanks so much for the call. We love you. Okay, thanks, guys. T- take care. Thanks, Tracy. Good Have a good day. Bye. Thanks for waking up with Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny on 97.5 W. Good morning, Jesse. You're on with Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. Hey, Jesse. Good morning, Dollfaces. How are you guys? Wait a minute. Jesse, have you called in while Ginny's been with us? No, I have not. Okay. Ginny, uh, this is my best friend, Jesse. Um, we're only best friends through the phone. Okay. Um, but we call each other Dollface, and at the end of every call, we go, Mwah. Okay. Mwah. Yeah, see, there it is. Jesse, answer the question. How many years of summer would you need to offset a full year of winter? Seven. Seven. Okay, this is seven summers. This is an interesting take. Why? Uh, Seven's my lucky number. Uh, uh, (laughs) Seven summers from Morgan Wallen, Mm -hmm. and my son is currently going through math, and he just turned eight. So seven plus one year of winter is eight years old. (laughs) That's so crazy. I love that logic. You're so crazy. That logic. But you must you must actually dislike winter if you need seven summers. Yes, I really dislike winter. I broke my tailbone when I was a kid from winter, so no go for me. <laughs> Hold that time out. I love how she said she broke her tailbone from winter. Like, it wasn't the ice. It wasn't the steps. It was from winter. <laughs> yes, it's strictly winter. <laughs> it's winter's fault, and that's it. Jesse, what's the worst part of winter? The wind. When you work traffic control, you absolutely hate the wind. Just go away. I'm going to echo that. I, I also think the wind is one of the, if not the worst part about the winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to be. It's just brutally cold and you get chilled to the bone and you just can't get warm after. Yeah, you want to be outside, but it's hot. 7.5 WOKQ. Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. And of course, you know, the tribe, they always have an opinion. And of course, they wanted to chime in on the summer to winter ratio. So the question is, how many full years of summer would you need in order to offset a full year of winter? So you get X amount of full years of summer in a row, but then you have one full year of winter. How many? What's the ratio? Cheryl, do you want to start? Five to one. Five years of summer? Yeah, because that's how much I hate winter. <laughs> really? Oh. I you don't think you'd miss it? Like after like the second or third? Exactly what would, would there be to miss? <laughs> <laughs> Why, slush? <laughs> She's so funny. Ice? <laughs> I mean, really? Cold? Cold? I mean, so yeah. five. Five years to five years of summer would would yeah. make one year of winter manageable. I, I look much better with a little, little tan. A little tan, yeah. <laughs> You look good no matter what. I'd say two or three to one because I also can't stand winter, but I can appreciate the fact that I'm not sweating. All the bugs are dead. I can bundle up in a blanket. This is a good point. Those are those are nice things. Like, I love summer. I love fall. But one thing I do like about winter is I like that I, I don't like being sweaty and gross, and I don't have that in the winter. So really I, I appreciate that while it's here. Really good take. Lydia? This might be controversial, but I was going to say... 
six months of summer to a year of winter. Whoa, you like winter more than summer. Because uh, I can't stand the heat. I hate being hot. Like, I hate being overheated. It stresses me out, and I don't like sweating. I love my cozy sweaters, and I love curling up with, like, a hot coffee. You can't drink hot coffee as much in the summer. Okay. Not in my... I, I, <laughs> I'm not saying yes or no, but yeah. okay. But I enjoy winter a lot more than I do being overheated in the summer. I'm also a fall person, so I really don't like this question. <laughs> <laughs> Lydia. Yeah, they have it. The tribe has spoken. You, you know what's interesting, too, is that we all live in the Northeast, and we all put up with winter, but how many people really hate winter? It's crazy. You, you know what it is? I, I think you hate it until you go through a summer and then you're ready for it again. True enough. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's sort of where this question came from for me anyway. It was like, how many summers could I get through before I'm craving winter? And Mm -hmm. I really don't think, at least for me, I don't think like five summers I think would be torturous. As much as I love the mopedding, the camping, the hiking, I think like after max three, I'd be like, okay, I am sick and tired of being sticky, sweaty, and eaten alive by mosquitoes. Yeah, you know, and there is a point, like, at the end of August, we're kind of looking forward to fall. It's like, eh, okay, I've had enough beach time. Oh, I am a sucker for fall. Mm-hmm. If I could live in fall year-round, I, I mean it 100%, I would live fall year-round. Well, Logan, I don't want to get rid of you or anything, but there must be a place that's fall year-round. I was just about to ask you that exact (laughs) question. I was just about to say to you, where in the world is a year-round fall? Like, summer year-round San Diego, right? Yeah. Uh, Too hot for me. Where's fall year-round? I'm about to Google this in between the songs. Okay. But right right now, (laughs) it's time to play Can't Beat Ginny. You know the deal. Give us a call, 603-749-0975. If you want to play Can't Beat Ginny, up for grabs today, a pair of tickets to see Hank Williams Jr., 603-749-0975. We play Can't Beat Ginny in about 10 minutes on 97.5 WOK. Think you've got what it takes? Oh, yeah. Well, let's see. It's time to play Can't Beat Kira on 97.5 WOKQ. Good morning, Amanda. You're on with Kira and Logan in the morning with the side of Ginny. Hey, Amanda. Hi. Amanda, I just told Ginny, I think there's only one hard question, and I made two really easy questions. Ginny then said, well, they might be easy for you. You know, everybody's got their own trivia knowledge, That's right? true. Amanda, have you played this trivia game before? I have. You have? Oh, how'd you do? I didn't win. <laughs> you didn't win? No. Okay. Right. Well, let's it, try to turn that around today. It is Redemption Thursday. Let's do it. Kick Ginny out of here. Ginny, get on out of there. All right, Amanda. Will do. All right, Amanda. She's out of here. Question one. I think it's easy. I hope it's easy for you. Who is Scooby-Doo's best friend and owner? Oh, goodness. Oh, no. This is the easy one. Um, (laughs) No. No guess at all? Um, I can give you a hint. Actually, I just thought of a hint off the top of my head. This, they have the same name as the person who sings, it wasn't me. Oh, goodness. Shaggy. <laughs> there she is. Question number two. Has your rap knowledge? Not good at all. <laughs> yeah, that's this one's the hard one. This late 1990s, early 2000s female hip-hop queen sings Family Affair, Real Love, Be Without You. Her initials are MJB. Who am I talking about? Mary J. Blige. I actually think about Carl, look at you killing this game. Question number three. This is Crazy Town by Jason Aldean. It's a crazy town full of neon dreams. Everybody plays, everybody sings. Hollywood with a touch of twang. To be a star, you gotta? Be a star, you gotta. Oh, no. Girl, come on. <laughs> to be a star, you gotta. Bang, bang, bang. All right. There she is. <laughs> I mean, I really gave you a layup on question number one with that hint, huh? <laughs> Jenny's uh, back. Jenny's Amanda, back. Through the window, he was very animated, so I can't wait for these questions. <laughs> All right. Qu- question number one, Jenny. Mm-hmm. Who is Scooby Doo's best friend and owner? Oh. Oh, oh. my God. This is Shaggy. so. Yeah. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> Amanda was close to not getting it, but she did land there. All right. One to one. That counts. Ginny, how's your uh, hip-hop and rap knowledge? Ooh. Not good? Scarce. Question number two. This late 1990s, early 2000s female hip-hop queen sings Family Affair, Real Love, and Be Without You. Her initials are MJB. Who am I talking about? Mary J. Blige. Mm, Yes, ladies. That one I know. (laughs) 
Would you have gotten it if I didn't give the initials? Probably not. Amanda, would you have gotten it if I didn't give the initials? I would have, yeah. Oh, I shouldn't have done it then. <laughs> Both of you guys got it. The score is two to two. Question three. Crazy Town, Jason Aldean. It's a crazy town full of neon dreams. Everybody plays, everybody sings. Hollywood with a touch of twang. To be a star, Jenny. Uh, bang, bang, bang. Is correct. Amanda got that right, too. Hey. Ladies, well done. Final score of three to three. Amanda, yo, Jenny, the phrase. <coughs> excuse me. Amanda, yo, Jenny, the phrase of shame. My name is Amanda from Portsmouth. Not beat Jenny. Doesn't matter, girl. Ty is just as good as a win around here. You are still getting the tickets to see Hank Williams Jr. Yeah. Awesome. Uh- Thank you. Don't make any plans for June 8th because you're going. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks for waking up with Kieran Logan in the morning on 97.5 WOK. So you went out on a date and it felt really right. Should have locked that thing down. Now they're nowhere inside. Was it what you said? You were left on bread. It's not fair. It just ain't right. Yeah, you want a second date. Kira and Logan are here to help you. That's right. Hey, Taylor, you're on with Kira and Logan in the morning. How are you? I'm all right. How are you guys? Good, thanks. I was just telling Logan off the air that I love your name. That's so unique. Yeah, you know, my mom. (laughs) Shout out to mom. Shout out to mama. Yeah. All right. Well, we aren't here to compliment you, even though that's always fun. Um, You're here for second date updates. So let us know what's going on with Blake. Fill us in. Yeah. um, So we met at a brewery. Um, he was working. I was with my whole company. Like we had like this outing and, um, we all went for these after work drinks. I was really hanging out at the bar. Like we were nonstop flirting and I like, it wasn't just me. He was sending it right back, you know, mm-hmm. a two way street. Um, yeah. Like it was like tense in a good way. And it was, I don't know. I gave him my number and he started texting like right away, nonstop. And then we went to dinner the following week and it was a really good time. Like we had like the best time and it was like drinks and dinner and it was like joking around and stuff and like this kind of a steamy makeout session at the end of the night. Steamy, Hello. she says. Steamy. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It seemed like he was going to ask me back to his place, but he, you know, he's a little more reserved than me, I guess. And I don't know. I kind of think that's sweet because most guys just, you know, they just want to use you and whatever. And he was like a really good guy. But you were kind of hoping for an invite back to his place, it sounds like. It seemed like it was going there because we had been texting a lot. Like, even though that was the first, like, official date, we had flirted that whole time before. And, like, we had been talking the whole week. So it just didn't feel like I just met him, you know. And Taylor, do you think that the texting was reciprocated? Like, was it too much texting, perhaps, for him, and you know, little, little too much, too fast? I don't think so. I mean, I read back over the stuff like a lot. I don't know. I di- I didn't read anything that seemed crazy. All right. Well, have no fear. Kira and Logan are here. <laughs> All right, so what's going to happen now, Taylor, is you're going to give us Blake's number, we'll play a few songs, and we're really going to try to get him on the phone and, and see what's up and see why he hasn't been getting back to you. And hopefully it's a big fat misunderstanding and we'll send you two on a second date that we, the radio station, not Logan and I, will pay for. How's all that sound? That sounds really good. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Taylor. Hang on. Second date update on number one for New Country, 97.5 WOKQ. Number one for New Country, 97.5 WOKQ. We're Kira and Logan in the morning. Second date update brought to you by Premier Roofing, serving southern and central New Hampshire, the Lakes region, and now northern Massachusetts. Visit Premier Roofers NH. Com. Hey, Blake, how's it going? It's going pretty good. How's it going for you? Oh, thank you for asking. We're doing all right. Um, thank you for agreeing to come on the air for Second Date Update. We don't want to take too much of your time, so we're going to jump right into it. Uh, we've been in touch with Taylor. She is a listener, a fan of the show, and she had such a good time on her date with you, but isn't hearing back now. So what gives? Uh, well, I mean, everything was great. Uh, initially, you know, there was a lot of chemistry. Uh, she was all over me, you know what I mean, in like a positive way. And it wasn't even like, uh, I'm pretty good at reading people. So it, it didn't feel like she was normally like that. You know what I mean? So I felt like we had a connection. And then, uh, you know, at the end of the date, you know, we get to the kiss and we're making out, you know, and, and I'm, I'm thinking this is fantastic. <laughs> and, then, and then she spit into my mouth. What? On purpose? Yeah, she, like, pulled my head back, like, to open my mouth up and, like, dropped it in. Like, what? there was no mistaking. <laughs> like a loogie? Did you like it? Uh, I, I don't know that I can even give an honest answer whether I liked it or not. It was just so shocking. 
uh, I was not prepared for it. I feel like if you're going to do that to somebody, like, even if they're into it, like, you should give them a heads up. Yeah, uh, no, but, no, yeah, no, but no. how do you? No, how no. do you in the moment? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I didn't feel like it was going to happen. <laughs> then it, then it, it, I felt it happening. Like, you know, uh, that moment was not a, uh, I don't know, it was, it was not normal. It, it freaked me out. Did it take you out of the moment? Like, after the uh, spit in the mouth happened, was it just, like, not something you could get past? You were like, I can't believe that just happened. I'm mentally not here anymore. Well, that yeah, that is basically because what my thought was, you know, I can't believe that happened. I can't believe that happened. And, like, we're outside of the house. You know what I mean? We're in public view. So if that's the way that she's going to behave, when people can see us, like, what is she going to do when, when we're, like, alone alone? Mm, that she, is such a good question. She is baby burden you. She is mama burden you until, <laughs> until you are full, my friends. And look, I'm not a prude. You know what I mean? But I want to know. I want to yeah. know what's going to happen if something way out of the ordinary is just going to pop up. And, and, you know, I got zero warning. So that was just something that was like, man. Blake, something out of the ordinary <laughs> is about to happen right now. Okay. Okay, Taylor is on the other line. She heard absolutely everything you said. We are going to bring her in and hash this out, okay? All right. At least we warned you, unlike her. Okay, Taylor, come on in. <laughs> Hi. So, I mean, I just have to ask right away. Did you spit in Blake's mouth? Well, yeah, absolutely. Of course I did. Like, in that moment, it just seemed like the right thing to do. I'm not like, coming from a place of judgment, but I'm really, I'm honestly just curious. Have you received good feedback from other men that you've done that with? Or is that something that people are into now? Guys like that, I guess. Like, that, in my experience, they have. Okay, cool. I mean, you wouldn't have done it if you haven't received positive feedback, right? Well, it was getting hot and heavy, and I thought that that was, like, a sign of, like, yeah, it's going to the next level right now, you know? I, I don't feel like that's the next level. I feel like there are several levels between where we were kissing and you craning my neck back and dropping a lube down my throat. <laughs> Luke. I don't think you understand how many guys would want that to happen to them. Well, I mean, it's filthy for sure, you know, like, but I, I got to have a heads up. Like, I, I had no idea that was when I, on a first date, on a first date. It you know, that, like I it feel was like it's going a bit there. Drastic. It was going there. I don't know. It just felt like. I don't, I don't know what I could have possibly have done to signify spit in my mouth. I don't know what I could have done. I wish that I knew so that I could stop myself from sending out that bat signal in the future. Uh, and, like, in the right moment, it could be hot. You know, it could be. But at the end of the first date, like I said, just drastic. It, I was, it caught me off guard, totally unprepared. So you're saying she should keep that one in her bag of tricks and maybe bust it out a little later down the line. I'll say this. If it was, like, a major motion picture that she was advertising, like, that part would have made it in the trailer because that's one of the most extreme parts. Uh, you got to put that in the trailer. You got to warn people about that. That's it's not something that you just do without consent. Disclaimer, I'm about to hawk a loogie in your pie hole. I disagree so much. You can't <laughs> you, you can't bring that up. I, I mean, how do you how do you go back from that kind of conversation? That is a in the moment you gotta feel it. Mm, yeah. I mean I don't think there's I'm gonna hard disagree with you there. Hard well, disagree. Because like if you go into the action, like what can you do to come back from the action? Yeah, I don't know if you can ask and come back from the ask. Yeah. Right, can I spin your mouth? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Listen, this is hilarious, and uh, I hope no one, nobody has hurt feelings or anything right now. What we are going to do is offer a second date up to Blake. Blake, would you be interested in going on a second date that we, the radio station, pay for to the GOAT? You obviously have heard Taylin, what she has to say. What's your opinion, Blake? Yeah, as long as she never does that again. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't know. If you can't handle me spitting in your mouth, you can't handle the rest of me. Oh, Not damn. really going to work out, I don't think. Taylor, God love you. God bless you. I'm sure yeah. that there are going to be many men out there who are going to be hitting us up for your number, which we will not give out. Oh, yes, we won't. Yeah, well, I'm good for now, but thank you so much. Justin Lynch stars like confetti. It's Kieran Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. Good morning. So the tribe's still in here, and, you know, they always have opinions. But Lydia, who is so well-spoken, by the way, she has a question for the room. All right. So I had a little party a few weeks ago and I had a bunch of people over that my roommates don't know. And my roommate, Jimmy, had just gotten new pans for Christmas, new like sheet pans. I was cooking for a lot of people. And these people, once I took the garlic bread out, decided to cut into these new sheet pans with oh. a knife. So they put knife marks on the new pans? Knife marks on his brand new pans. And he wasn't here. He was on a two-week trip with his, like, best friends who he doesn't, who he only sees in the summer. I looked everywhere to replace them before he came back. Couldn't find anything. 
But my question is, if this happens to you, then do you, did I, should I have replaced it earlier or have told them about it earlier? What do you think, Meg? I would be honest, but I would obviously say, like, I'm taking charge of this and I'll make sure that somehow, some way they get replaced. Because if I was away and that happened, I would be frustrated. But if my roommate was like, hey, I'm so sorry, I'm completely owning up to it. I'm looking for it now. I'm going to I'm going to buy something for you. I would be like, "Okay, well that's fair. At least you're going to the effort to like remedy the situation versus if you're like, "Oh, this happened. I'm sorry. Too bad." Like I'd be more offended by that, but it sounds like you're putting the effort to try to fix it. So, like I'd be bummed that my, you know, kitchen supplies got damaged, but I'd be happy that you were, you know, trying to fix it as best you can. What do you think, Cheryl? I agree with both of them. I think the fact that you're proactive and you're owning up to it and then you're saying you'll go replace the destroyed item i think that's absolutely the thing to do lydia here's a question Mm -hmm. are you charging the other people who actually ruined the pan or are you taking full responsibility i am taking full responsibility because i am not close with all the people that were at the apartment that ruined the pan so i feel like i can't text this group chat that i just got put in and like that i was just kind of offered up to host because I had a large enough apartment, and then my roommates were going to be there, so it was fine. Um, but I don't feel like I can ask them. Do you know the price of the pans? I don't think it's, like, terribly expensive, but they're, like, nice pans. I always feel bad when someone, like, got a Christmas gift from their mom, and then I, like, ruined it. Yeah, I would offer, I would find the pans and say, I can replace the pans, or you can have the monetary value. I would ask him where, who, uh, where he got them. And then buy the exact same ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another question. Are these pans his exclusively or are they sort of like anyone in the house can use them? That's a great question. Whoa. Because that Lo- changes it. Loving that. He put them in the shared space when he got them back, like when he came back from Christmas break. He put them in the shared like bottom oven drawer. So to me, that means You don't have to game. replace them. That's it. No, you're good. If he put those into the donation pile. They're really scratched up. Uh. Well, I mean, that's that's what you get. Though, if you're living with other people and you say use my stuff and you don't put guidelines on it, like has he announced no knives on my pants? No, right, he hasn't. Right, so I mean, I th- I think this completely changes it. If Whoa. if they're not just his, if these are communal, this changes it drastically. Are they? Yeah, are they pants that um, he expected to only use himself, or did he did he expect? I don't think so. I think he's a little weird about like sharing things and like like his stuff versus everyone else's stuff. So that's why I'm erring on the side of caution with it, but... I don't know. If they were just his to use, just his to use, replace. If he right away said anybody can use these, that's unfortunately, that's on him. Your friends are stupid for using knives on it, but like if he opened it up for use, eh, like I said, I, I think it's on him. There you have it. The tribe has spoken. Coming up with the famous people doing stuff. If you haven't seen the hashtag 5K by May going around on social media, I'll tell you what it is and why Jelly Roll is starting to get in shape. That's coming up on the famous people doing stuff in about 10 minutes on 97.5 WOKQ. It's time for Famous People Doing Stuff on 97.5 WOKQ. Famous People Doing Stuff is brought to you by Merchants Auto in Hoaxit, New Hampshire. So it's upcoming wild card weekend for the NFL. Very exciting weekend if you're a football fan. Probably the biggest game, maybe, I mean, you know, it's in the eyes of the beholder, but I think one of the biggest games is going to be the Chiefs versus the Dolphins. And the NFL did Travis Kelsey so dirty in their game preview. Before every game, they have a a game preview that the NFL produces, basically showing each two teams who's their strongest players, etc. Just, like, hyping up the people. This is what they said about Travis Kelsey. Now they take on Travis Swift, Kelsey's second most yards for a tight end in 2023 at 984. Oh, Give and, me a break. And then they kidding? did a shot of Taylor Swift screaming with the Chiefs jersey on, screaming in the booth. Just did him Come absolutely on. dirty, calling him Travis Swift Kelsey. That's it's pretty funny, though. It's funny, but <laughs> not unprofessional for the NFL. I, I completely agree. I mean, they're using it for the viewers to get more viewers. Sure. And, I mean, we're talking about it, so it is working. Just stick to damn football. I'm sure that's what Travis is saying. Mm-hmm. Just stick to football. Leave her out of it. All right, so Zach Bryan, I told you yesterday, he called out Walker Hayes in a tweet, uh, kind of defending his buddy Tyler Childers, who similar to Zach Bryan, doesn't get enough credit for the good music that he makes. Well, Walker Hayes responded. He did. He took the high road. He put out a tweet that said, big shout out to radio for playing that Applebee's song. 
Zach and Tyler praying for y'all's continued success. <laughs> so he acknowledged that uh, Zach Bryan gave a dig at him, but he also took the high road and said, hey, I hope that everything works out for you. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think it has already, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Speaking of Zach Bryan, he did something really cool a couple nights ago, or actually it might have even been last night. He very randomly at like 8 o'clock p.m. said, hey, I'm going to play a 40-minute set at 9 p.m. at this bar in Austin, Texas. First 100 people to show up, beer's on me. What? Isn't that cool? That's really cool. you imagine just walking around, or maybe you're sitting downtown in Austin, and you're on a date, and you're scrolling on your social media, and boom, hey, in 40 minutes, or I'm going to, or in an hour, I'm going to be playing a 40-minute set free beer, too. I wish more artists did that. That's so fun. It's really, really cool. I like that a lot. Jelly Roll uh, had something cool going on. He went to Flint, Michigan, to a prison in Flint, Michigan, and he met up with one of the inmates who just graduated the jail's Ignite Barber program, and Jelly Roll was his first customer. Aww. Isn't that awesome? That Jelly. Jelly Roll just does good stuff. He always works with the prison system as well. He's he's just an amazing human being. Speaking of Jelly Roll, so I'm on my social media scrolling last night, and boom, I see a video of Jelly Roll running, and it says, hashtag 5K by May. Now, I know what that's referring to. Do you, Ginny? Uh, they're training for a 5K before May? Yeah, essentially. No? So, <clears throat> excuse me. If you don't know the Two Bears, One Cave podcast, it's with Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer, yep. who are two of the funniest comedians, wildly inappropriate. They're also huge, huge, massive party animals. I'm talking drinks, drugs, like the whole nine yards. They love it. They do their podcast shirtless. They're hilarious. On their podcast, and I want to say they're drinking and smoking cigars, and one of them says, you want to do a 5K? And they agree to do a 5K. But what they're doing is they're pulling, like, bigger, unhealthy celebrities, and they're saying, let's all train for a 5K in May and then essentially get polluted after. So it's kind of funny, but I do like that they're pulling the people you wouldn't expect to do a 5K, for example, Jelly Roll. And their intentions, yes, to be funny, but also... They are doing it to train for a 5K. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. It's hilarious, but it's also really good for them. So I'm excited for what the 5K is going to be. And it seems like it's getting bigger and bigger. So I'm curious if uh, it's going to be sponsored and it's going to turn into a bigger thing than it already is. I'll bet it will, especially if they're getting other celebs to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Last but not least, Nick Saban has officially retired from Alabama. He won six national titles with Bama. Roll Tide. I mean, I'm not even a huge Bama fan, but I can just say that because Nick Saban is one of the greats. Uh, when you think of Alabama football, you think of Nick Saban. He's officially retiring. That's all I got for the famous people doing stuff on 97.5 WOK. Yep, we yep, are. Yep, we are. We are. All right, Emma and Zoe. Remember those names because they are a pair of Montreal teenagers that are being celebrated as heroes. They saved a couple from drowning when everyone was on vacation in Barbados. They didn't know the couple, but the girls, both competitive swimmers, okay. ironically, That's helpful, right? Responded to cries for help while uh, boogie boarding. First, the they brought the wife to shore, and then. The strong currents brought the husband further out. So oh they boy. went back and got him. And um, they got an honor for, they got an award for bravery. And uh, this is what they had to say about the whole situation. She told me that her husband was further out and he was struggling to swim. The undertow that day was pretty strong, which I think both contributed to them being pulled out. He was trying to swim, but we could tell that he was struggling. It was a pretty long and tiring swim, I'd say. I didn't want to show them that I was scared because I would make them even more worried about our safety and their own. We try to, uh, to stay as calm as we could. Oh, those are bright teenagers. These are, the, these are the things that haunt me. Like the things that are out of your control, like undertoes or, for example, like avalanches, like Mother yeah. Nature-y stuff. Even if you're the strongest swimmer, if you get in a rip current, you're you're screwed. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter how strong of a swimmer you are. If that thing wants to bring you out to sea, you're going out to sea. True. Shout it's out to true. the teens though for for braving it. Yeah, yeah. I personally, I could never save someone. I can tell you right now. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Emma and Zoe, you heroes. Yeah, we love you. Well, let's move to another story about the water because uh, we're thinking spring now and summer. Check this out. This. Guinness Book of World Records announced a woman from Utah named Dwan Jacobson Young is officially the oldest woman to go water skiing. What? How old? Guess. 
Well, all right, it's a Guinness World Record, so she's got to be. She's got to be up there, which means, I mean, I feel like you're too old to go water skiing in the 90s, but let's go with like, uh, let's go with like 91, 92. 92 it Come is. Come on. Yeah. yeah, good job. Thanks for letting me talk it out. Yeah, I knew it. I knew you had it in you. <laughs> She's 92. And by the way, the record for men is 93. So how this worked is she... She's going the, next year. I guarantee she she's going next to, year. Right? She has to beat the men or tie them. Um, she purchased a summer cabin on a lake between Utah and Idaho, and she noticed everyone was water skiing. It was pretty popular in the area, so she decided to try it, and the rest is history. It's awesome. And she says, I always get butterflies before I go in the water. I feel like when I'm in the water, I feel excited. It's awesome. Isn't that great? I love that so much. You can say that at 92. I love it, too. And that's the good stuff on 97.5 WOKQ. Chris Stapleton, White Horse, 97.5 WOKQ. Kieran Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. Good morning. It's time for us to wrap up the show today. But, boy, you were fun today. I got to tell you. Excellent. Yeah, fun show, fun show. <laughs> Compliments, take backs, and apologies brought to you by Merchants Auto and Hooks It. What do you got today, Jenny? Uh, so I made a goof, so I want to take back. I think mm. I know what this might be, Miss 978. <laughs> <laughs> I went to, I, I started giving out the phone number, the East Coast Lumber Building Supply listener line phone number. And instead of saying 603-749-0975, I said 978, oops. Yeah. That's my number. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if you know this. I'll show you once we take the headphones off and we're off air. My wife's phone number is very, very close to our station's number. And I cannot tell you how many times I almost give her number on air. Oh, it is okay. Eerily, I'll show you after the show, and your jaw will drop at how close it is. It's uh, gives me the eebie-jeebies. I think you need to forget her number and keep it on speed dial, and just focus on the station number. It took me years to memorize her number. (laughs) All right, so Miss Nine Seven Eight, my turn to the Six Hundred Three guy. I am giving a compliment today to Bill Belichick. Who, if you missed the announcement at 7.15, the Patriots are expected to part ways with Bill Belichick. Uh, there's going to be a media presentation at noon today. So both Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft are going to be on that uh, media bit. It's at noon. Not sure what's going to be said. I mean, since they're coming to the media, that's it. Right. It's over. You right. know, I mean, they, all these rumors aren't going around. And then he's going to jump on media and say... Just kidding. I'm right. staying. So he's definitely going. Uh, if you want to hear that, it's going to be at noon. But my compliments to uh, Ro- not Robert Kraft. I'm sorry. Uh, Bill Belichick on giving us Super Bowls and playoff hopes and just an unbelievable dynasty for the past 20 years. 24 years. 24 years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's going to be hard to see who the next coach is. And how do you live up to that dynasty? I got no clue. But compliments to you, Bill. Thanks for everything you did. Yeah. Amen to that. Agreed. All right. We will catch you again tomorrow morning at 5.30 a.m. Do it all over again. Kira and Logan in the morning with the side of Ginny and 97.5 WOKQ. There she is. The 978 girl strikes again. (laughs) There's like a brain blip, I think, in my head. We got to go. Anyway, don't forget who loves.